This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour report recorded on Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. I'm Mark Polanche. The future of education may be tied to the ever-increasing influence of big corporations trying to make profits from schools and parents teaching their children at home. To explore what this could mean, Education International produced a podcast on education technology and democratic accountability. EI is the global union which represents 30 million teachers and other educators in 172 countries. The podcast was hosted by Martin Henry, EI's research coordinator. He interviewed Neil Selwyn, a professor at the Faculty of Education at Monash University, Australia. So, Neil, teasing the tech. We've been kicking this tech ball around for a while here at EI. And um, it's with real pleasure that we talk to you about some of the knotty issues here that, that are really causing us quite a lot to grapple with around democratic accountability and education governance. So to kick us off, when we look at the burgeoning edtech sector, what do you think are the quintessential drivers of profit and what impact does this have on both teachers and students? Yeah, thanks for that, Martin. I've been looking at this topic since 1995, so it doesn't feel like it's burgeoning. It feels like it's a kind of life sentence. I mean, EdTech has been around for a long time. The main driver, as always, is selling tech to schools and universities for profit. The main problem is that selling tech to schools and universities is not particularly profitable. So I think one of the main outcomes of this is that we get shoddy products. We get low-quality tech, low-quality systems. I remember doing interviews before in the new Labour government in the UK when they had a big push for the National Grid for Learning. We were talking to a big tech company and he just said schools are the easiest customers to sell to by a margin. They never question anything and they put up with kind of substandard software because they want to pay less for it. So that's that's my concern at the bottom end. I mean, and also that schools and universities are being sold tech that's often not very well suited to education. Uh, systems and software and devices that are developed for, for business. You know, PowerPoint is des- designed for business boardroom pitches. It's not designed for kind of primary school kids being creative. So that, that to me, is some of the main concerns. It's profit-driven and it's shoddy technology. It's tech designed for business and actually tech that doesn't often work as it should do. I think now you're right. It, it, we could call it burgeoning. Things have changed in the last 30 odd years that I've been around. And, and the ed tech market now is dominated by big tech actors. It's no longer very small, bespoke education companies. We've got the Googles and the Amazons and the Microsofts and everybody else involved. But again, I think these companies are mainly involved in education, perhaps as a loss leader. They're not making squillions of dollars from this. It might be part of a kind of total market domination you know we've got communities we've got hospitals we've got you know domestic consumers we've got business we might as well have schools as well back in the day some of these companies used to talk about schools as a great place to kind of groom future consumers you know you get kids used to using google five they'll use google products when they're 25 and there is also an element of you know corporate social responsibility it feels good to be involved in education and you know lots of these companies big tech companies do think they can make a difference and and change the world and the other thing that's changed and makes the market burgeoning is we do see a lot of much smaller scale chances might be a word i'd use i'm not sure if that translates to every every country but kind of fly-by-night companies that see an opportunity or a niche where they can make a little bit of money around the edges you know uber has dominated 
the taxi market, but perhaps we can make money by being an Uber for education. And these the operations often just kind of fold and pivot. So that's where we're going. And I think the impact is that we don't have as good um, technology-based education as we could be. It was interesting, actually, that during COVID, there was a big market burst and a big market kind of bubble and ed tech suddenly became the thing to invest in. The main market interest pivoted really quickly away from selling tech to schools to selling tech to families. So there's a big hype around direct to consumer ed tech, selling ed tech to the families that were doing remote learning and actually you know, the middle class families that were involved in it. And that's it. Labor news you can use. You can listen to our daily newscasts and features at radiolabor.net. I'm Mark Belanchet. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.